Hello, hello, and good morning, and welcome to your favorite podcast to listen to while you go grocery shopping, because that's what hot girls do these days. Mm-hmm. Perfect. <laughs> it's my favorite thing to do, actually. And as much as I love Cohen and I love going grocery shopping together, but recently he's been wanting to come with me, and I'm like, but if you come with me, I can't listen to my silly little podcast while I right. do my silly little groceries. <laughs> right. And then we have to like talk and stuff. So I'm trying to do some some like every other you know I'm like this time I'll go by myself it's my it's like my, my, my me time which I think yeah. is the most adult thing ever like what kid is like my me time is grocery shopping <laughs> literally no kid not even some adults <laughs> that is true that is true but I hope that you listen to us while you're grocery shopping and if you haven't listened to a podcast while grocery shopping highly recommend I don't know I just like get in my zone and I spend like an hour there if See, you have the time I feel like I would get too nervous that like someone's trying to say something to me in the grocery store or I'm like making noises. I don't know. I get self-conscious when I can't like hear myself very well. So I feel like what that would freak me out. What would someone be trying to say to you? I don't know. Like, excuse me. <laughs> well, I mean, you have the same headphones as me. You just don't turn on like the noise canceling part. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. Because I've vlogged a couple times wearing these headphones, like taking Frey on a walk or something. And I've gotten a couple comments like... How do you feel safe doing that? Because what if, you know, someone's following you or someone like mm-hmm. something is happening and you don't hear it. And I'm like, well, I don't put my noise canceling side on. And I think that these headphones, we have like the AirPod, AirPod, <laughs> AirPod, <laughs> or what is it? <laughs> something? Air, the, the Maxes. Maxes. Yeah. There we go. And they're actually really good with hearing everything around you while you're yeah. listening to music until you press that noise canceling button and you can't hear shit which I like I love but like even at the gym and stuff I can hear everybody still grunting and like the weights hitting the ground and stuff while I'm still jamming out to Megan the Stallion and so I don't know if it's just my headphones but I am still very much aware of what's happening around me and I can hear everything with these headphones yeah I would second that I don't always like to turn off the noise canceling because I get like really like worried about not hearing things around me and you can definitely hear things still with the noise canceling off yeah I have like beats, like the ones that go over your ears and stuff. Yeah. And they like plug into your ear. And I like those, but yeah, I can't hear anything. And they're not like supposed to be noise canceling. But if I'm listening to music, there's, I can't hear anything happening around me. Yeah. My so maybe are... find a good headphone and then go grocery shopping and listen to your favorite podcast, AKA us. Yeah. I second that. <laughs> and just so everybody knows, before we hopped on, I told Alexis it's her turn to enter the podcast because that's what we ended last episode with. Stop and outing me she on this podcast. Had nothing. She had nothing to give. So maybe one day y'all will get an intro from her. Or we just need to make this up. How about like you need to work on the outro? You outro, I intro. Okay. <laughs> but anywho, we did not record last week we did not have an episode go live last week we had to take a little break on my end which we'll dive into but I like I haven't been able to FaceTime Alexis for anything other than like updates on why I've been gone for a week so I want to hear like what have you been up to it's been you know a whole two weeks since the people have heard from us give us an update I have literally been doing nothing but homework and just normal stuff nothing new in my life nothing exciting just homework working out sleep that's literally is it, it finals season no i'm in quarters so it's midterm oh. time yeah not fun i have two essays to write this week well you said your brain has not been working the past few days when we first no. hopped on is it because of midterms 
I don't know what it is, but even Omar commented on it where he was like, your brain is like shut off. Like the past couple of days, my brain has just like not been functioning. I've been saying the wrong words, like confusing sentences, like forgetting things. This morning, I called Marissa an hour early to record the podcast. And then she was like, we don't record for like another hour. Like my brain is just not functioning. She texted me and said, I need an extra five minutes. I'm running late. But that was like an hour or two hours before we were supposed to record. So I was like, I mean, sure. But like you're two hours like how do you know you're already gonna be five minutes late it's two hours ahead of time but okay right and then I get a call at like yeah 10 15 or something and she's like putting on her headphones she's like I'm so sorry are you ready and I'm like girl <laughs> we don't record until 11 she's like that explains it I was wondering yeah. why I felt like I didn't have enough time today like normally I have time <laughs> that extra hour saved my life this morning what did you do with it I cleaned the litter box I cleaned the kitchen started laundry and took both the dogs out Ooh, yeah look at you i know but tell me about your week and everything going uh, on at home my week so when this episode goes up i think it'll be around the same time that my vlog goes up about it so i feel like everybody's finding okay. out around the same time unless you follow me on instagram then you already know but cohen had surgery last week and so this past week i have been doing like nothing but taking care of him and it's been really, really good. He got top surgery and he's so excited about it. And he's been recovering really well. And, but just doing a lot of like, you know, sleeping mm-hmm. on his side and, you know, taking medications and whatnot. But with his surgery specifically, he is basically like on bed rest for at least two weeks. Um, and so, like, I requested two weeks off of work and I am literally just like, at his beck and call to like whatever he needs because he can't lift his arms he can't use his arms he can't use his chest muscles he can't like get out of bed on his own he can't like reach up and get a glass of water he can't open the fridge like nothing so anything this man needs he's like marissa like i told him i'm gonna get him a little bell and like oh my god (laughs) he can like ring it for me and i'll be like what do you need and it's honestly been so fun i told him i had no worries about it and he was stressed going into it which rightfully so because he didn't want to like burden me and feel like I have to take care of him you know Mm -hmm. like that feeling of not being able to do anything for yourself and like quote-unquote inconveniencing others for yourself right and that's definitely how he's feeling and I'm like I'm excited like you have to think about the bigger picture that you're getting surgery for something that you've been waiting forever for that's going to change your life like I will take however long it needs to help you get through this kind of thing so it's been fun you know real like intimate moments and stuff like I literally have to like bathe him (laughs) yeah and so I feel like we've been so much closer through all of it even though we were like very close beforehand but it's been really good and he's just been you know sleeping napping we watch a lot of Netflix and my weeks have been or it's only been one week so this past week it's been a little bit slower which is a change of pace for me because I'm usually go 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 and I'm working three jobs and I have so much to do and Alexis texted me and was like how are you handling it all like being so busy and I'm like actually this is great because I have been just going slower I've been like getting up and getting him ready for the day which usually takes like an hour or so to get him like cleaned up and we have to change you know his dressings and whatnot and drain his drains and like all the (laughs) gross kind of things And then I can let the dogs out and hang out with them and get a little bit of work done. And then I go back and make him lunch and eat lunch with him, which normally we don't get to do that kind of stuff because I'm so invested in my work 
And so we'll usually like make food, but then I'm, I eat it at my desk while I'm like working and he'll be mm-hmm. doing something else. So we've been spending a lot more time together just because I, I don't have to go against the clock in terms of like, I have to get this done before I go into work later. I'm like, I don't have to go into work later. So I can just get it right. done whenever and I can sit down and like chill. So it's been surprisingly not like stressful at all. <laughs> no, that's good. Yeah, that's awesome. Cause it's like a lot more work like different work I would say having to help take care of him but like yeah it's a lot of quality time that you guys get together too which is nice Mm -hmm. we started a series and I think it's called like the night agent it is so good it's only one season so far and I'm so mad because I want more but it doesn't leave you on like a cliffhanger where you're like like why isn't there a second season like it definitely closes out it's just so good highly recommend it's like a little action thriller like there were so many like Easter eggs, but also just like plot twists that I did not see coming. And normally I can, Ooh. I guess those things yeah. because I, I, everything, it all follows the same like formula. And like, we talked yeah. about this before, like the pattern recognition, like I already know, but this one I had no idea. I'm like, <gasps> like every episode, I'm like, no way. And you had to keep watching and it was so good. Highly recommend. Okay. Maybe I'll like watch. I saw it on, it's on Netflix, right? yes yeah I saw that and I was like oh I kind of want to watch that but I can't think about it until my essays are done so when I finish my essays maybe I'll start it (laughs) no you're okay but it's uh, yeah it's so good we finished it yesterday and now we have to find something else to watch but Mm -hmm. it's been good and he had surgery last Monday which is why we didn't record because our recording days are usually Monday and I thought I would have some time even though I just said it was like slower and I had time I thought I'd have more time to record but we've just been doing things so we didn't get to record last week yeah which is okay it's okay oh and this morning if anybody wants an update on how the puppy is i came outside and she's she still sleeps in her crate of course she's only five months old and i get closer to the crate and i smell poop (gasps) and so i'm like no and she has a crate cover so like i can't see in the crate yet you know and i just have to stand there with i smell it already like i know she pooped in the crate yeah and i was like god so i had took a deep breath and i'm like is it gonna be bad like because you know maybe she did it in like the corner and like didn't touch it you know maybe but no no it was all Mm -hmm. over her Mm -hmm. oh no (laughs) oh my god (laughs) i lift the flap and she's like happy dancing in her crate like wagging her tail moving around and all i see is just like literal poop all over her poor baby i know i was like bela what did you do (laughs) why did you do this and so i yeah that's how i started my morning and i had to give her a bath of course duh with obviously poop all over her and clean yeah. the crate and do all the things so she was none the wiser you know she was just so happy right. to be there <laughs> yeah she's just happy to be included but oh my god I know. and then the post bath zoomies and her and freya were crazy so it's been like an eventful morning she's been right. on one like l- crackhead times 10 today oh my god i'm so sorry that that happened to you <laughs> it was fine it's fine now but like nobody wants to start their day like that you know like i started in a good mood and then that immediately ruined it and now i'm back i made a coffee and i'm back but it's a lot (laughs) poor bayla i had to like throw out the whole like she sleeps with a big blanket Mm -hmm. and it was like in every crevice of this blanket. like i don't know how this happened so i had to throw away the blanket like i have to get her a new little it's i don't know what happened her poor tummy probably hurts But normally I can like hear like the whining and stuff like when yeah. I'm sleeping. But I don't know. I either didn't hear it or it just snuck up on her too. And like she just <laughs> needed to go. Like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Came out of nowhere. Welcome to a Monday. This is literally a Monday. That's so sad. 
Alrighty, I'm very excited for this episode. We already had this in the books, but I'm excited with this one being our first one back after a week off because we're starting a new little series or a new segment that (laughs) not really an original name, but we're calling it Let's Unpack That because I feel like it's very fitting for what we do here on this podcast, a very like mental health, body positivity, just like your own positivity, a little bit of psychology mixed in there. Like I think it's a very fitting name. And essentially, this new segment is going to be like an advice column or a what would we do in this situation kind of thing where sometimes we will answer or talk about y'all's problems, situations, whatever you guys are going through and give you that advice or let you know what we would do in that situation or just unpack that. Like, what are you saying? Like, this is what's happening. Like, mm, this is how I'm feeling about this. Basically give you your bestie girl advice kind of thing. Like if you're going through something and you FaceTime your best friend, like girl, listen up, I got to tell you this, here's the thing. And you run through everything and then that's what we're kind of doing here and that's what we want this to be we want it to be like a little girl chat time so we did open the floor on our instagram stories for you guys to submit your problems or situations or whatever y'all would like us to unpack and we're going to be going through two of those today even though we got like tons of little answers there but make sure you follow us on instagram you can follow us at non-negotiable for me if you guys wanted to be a part of this next time we do it because I think it's gonna be really fun and I hopefully agree. you guys get some valuable advice or just you know girl chat again your Sunday reset starting your week off right with just some girl chat and that's what all of this is supposed to be for and so here's the first episode of let's unpack that oh I'm excited I do want to say that all of these are anonymous We want to keep them anonymous just in case anything gets a little personal and whatnot. So we won't be saying who submitted anything. So if you do want to submit your own problems or anything like that, just know that all of it is going to be anonymous. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. the first one that we're going to talk about and unpack is my boyfriend and I are very serious and I love him, but I'm so nervous to live with him because I'm very neat and he's not like at all. In fact, he's so clumsy and messy and it's fine now. But when we live together, like what are we supposed to do? I love this one because I <laughs> I feel like not that Omar's not not neat, just not as much as I am, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I've lived this experience before. And I think for me, like I grew up always with the understanding of shared spaces need to be kept clean. Mm-hmm. And it's everyone's responsibility in that shared space to keep it clean. But, you know, I let his desk become as messy as he wants it to be because that's his space Mm -hmm. that's his desk but something I've realized is that he does not realize when things need to be cleaned when it's Mm -hmm. time to start cleaning when it's time to do laundry when it needs to be put away so you kind of have to like say we have to get all these things done like today can you please do these three like just be direct about it hey I need you to do laundry fold it put it away today I'm gonna do the kitchen that kind of thing mm-hmm I remember that like before y'all moved into with each other, mm-hmm. you coming to me and being so scared about that. You're like, Marissa, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. What, like, how is this going to work? Because I have also been in this situation <laughs> yep. living with someone who isn't as clean, as tidy as me. And you were like, how are you doing it? How is it working? And like, what do you do kind of thing? And I think it is kind of hard because like how thinking of it, how do you communicate that? Like, expectations are always hard to talk about especially if you're not confrontational or you know you just don't want to get into that nitty-gritty of like 
roommate agreements because you're not a roommate like this is supposed to be your partner this is supposed to be your significant other like how do you have those tough conversations about cleanliness if you guys are on the like different pages and one thing that at least for me that I had to kind of come to terms with in past relationships with people who were not as clean with me and you kind of touched on it but I think my mindset on it like putting it into different wording is that everybody has different thresholds for Mm -hmm. everything and then cleanliness and tidiness is in that so my threshold for when something needs to be cleaned is very minimal one dish is in the sink that is my threshold and dishes need to be done but some people's threshold is higher than mine most people's (laughs) are higher than mine and they think that it's time to do dishes when the sink is full like that's enough dishes now we can do the dishes neither of those are wrong neither of them are right it's just everybody has different thresholds and I think once I started approaching it like that in the beginning it definitely helped because I would take it personally if someone wasn't clean Mm -hmm. because I'm like well you know you know that I want it clean and you're choosing not to clean like are you just doing this to piss me off like why aren't you like cleaning something and it's not that anybody's doing it on purpose it's just there that it hasn't clicked and like you said Omar he just doesn't know when things need to be cleaned and he does it's just at a different threshold than you like it kind of is like the if he wanted to he would but is he doing it what you want to do kind of thing so he does want to clean he just is going to do it on a different timeline and that's his timeline and it doesn't match up with your timeline so then how do you decide what the timeline is that's the problem that I ran into was I realized everybody has different thresholds I realized that I was going to be much more clean than the person I was living with mm-hmm. now what and I don't know it took a couple different like avenues to the question that I just asked is like they're on their own timeline so I would sit down and like <laughs> directly ask what is your timeline like when would you clean this up right because I'm like I would have already cleaned it a week ago and we're still here so like what is your timeline and that open communication kind of helped because I would know a little bit more of like what's going on in their mind of like my threshold is this I think the dishes get done when the dishes are full or the vacuuming I just vacuum once a week or like what is your like timeline and I think it all kind of comes to how you were taught to clean and some people weren't taught to clean right very true and I think that's interesting because I don't know I, I don't ever remember like explicitly being taught to clean but I either just picked it up or I just saw how my house was cleaned and like how often my mom cleaned or like what was going on. And like, that's how I learned kind of thing. But everybody learns a little bit differently. And depending on if their parents like cleaned up after them all the time or like they just never saw messes because their parents were on it. Like, I don't know. I think that's that's an interesting thing. That's where I think the difference is for us, because I was the kind of kid if I put a dish in the sink and went out with my friends, like a cup in the sink and I was out at the mall with my friends my dad would call me and say, you need to come home, put this dish away, and then you can go back out with your friends. Like, I'll see you (laughs) home in like five minutes kind of thing. So that was my level of like, okay, I need to keep these spaces clean. Omar's a dish hoarder. Like if he brings dishes (laughs) onto his desk, they will stay there until I say like, please pick them up kind of thing. So there's definitely different levels to what people see as clean. I will say when I say that he it doesn't register with him that things need cleaned. It's more of like, if something looks tidy, it doesn't register that we have to like wipe down the counter. So I would definitely say in a situation like that, like make a schedule, like, okay, we're going to deep clean the kitchen every two weeks on Sunday. We're doing it together. Set aside this hour, whatever. And hold your, Mm -hmm. just hold your partner to that. 
because it's not fair for you to have to take on all that responsibility yourself and it sounds dumb but yeah like i'm i made a tour chart too i'm like here's what we're hitting every day every week every month like Mm -hmm. here is how cleaning like goes and it doesn't have to be like what i said it was like we sat down together and we were like what are our thresholds like where can we compromise on all the things because if it was up to me the counters are getting wiped down every single day twice a day like the dishes are done every day like vacuuming every single day like I don't know what you're talking about like (laughs) but I do know that not everybody can live up to that so we did have to compromise on you know when are we going to do all these things so we sat down and made a chore chart together and then like held each other accountable to it and I would give a little bit of leeway on like the thresholds thing of trying to figure out my threshold versus this other person's threshold on when things need to be done um and I do remember I made like when I used to do my let's talk Tuesday like IGTVs I have mm-hmm. one still on my Instagram, like talking about this. I think it was like a and a of like living with your significant other or whatever. And someone asked about that. And I remember just saying like, at the end of the day, if I wanted it done, I just went and did it. Uh-uh. Nope. I know. I know. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely I not. I have learned. But in that relationship, I did. Like I, and I'm going to be like really blunt and honest about it. Like I tried damn near everything Yeah. to work on this this problem and it's up to you on what your non-negotiables are in your relationship and if it's worth like literally fighting for are you going to die on that hill for are you going to break up on that for like that's all for you guys to decide but this was something that is important to me because it would cause me like extreme distress and like anxiety and like I cannot live in this kind of situation so that is something to take into consideration before you move in with someone and have those discussions I would say beforehand like set those expectations beforehand because once you guys lay that out together and you say hey this is what we're going to try and then everybody agrees to it then you can circle back when that's not being upheld and you can say hey you said that you would do xyz why isn't this getting done do we need to change something maybe like our monday is just not good cleaning days we can we change it to thursday like it doesn't have to be the end all be all you can change little tidbits about it but i think it's easier to have those quote-unquote harder conversations if you have the easier ones first on setting those expectations, knowing what everybody's getting themselves into. That way you can circle back and say, hey, you're not upholding your end of the deal. What the heck? Like, what can we do about it? And yeah, I tried everything. I tried chore charts. I would, I literally put that on a clipboard next to the front door. That was like, you do not leave this house until like, this is what we have to do every day. And we agreed on it. Like, we agreed on what was on it. We agreed on what he would do and what I would do and wh- how often and like whatever. And it still would not get done. See, I just, that's like, to me, weaponized incompetence of like, yep. doesn't do it right or won't do it at all. And it's like, oh, they just might not know how to do it. So I'm just going to do it for them. And I do not stand for that at all. Well, I know. I yeah. and I put myself in that situation, not knowing, obviously I wasn't doing like it consciously, but right. when I went back and watched that little reel, and I think I did it like recently for whatever reason, that IGTV of me saying like, at the end of the day, like I know that we all have different thresholds and like, at, if I just like wanted something done, like I just, I'm at the understanding that I'm just going to go do it myself. Like if I want the dishes done, I'm going to go do it. And I... <laughs> it sucks I'm, I'm not doing this to this specific person I think everybody but people kind of learn like dogs you know what I mean so like they learn based on yep. like how you like interact with them so they know that if I don't do the dishes she's gonna do them eventually if I don't do them like she's gonna come like and that's what right. it turned into and that's what it felt like and I communicated that I'm like I feel like you're taking advantage of me like I feel like you are 
doing this on purpose. Like you are not cleaning because you know I'm going to do it because you know it causes me distress. Like what the heck? And right. it, I think it most definitely was like weaponized incompetence. And like it's it's a lot. Like I don't know what the like I guess like golden advice would be on my end of that because right. it just I don't think I ever found a happy place with that specific topic in my past relationship. I will say I guess a couple things. Hold your partner accountable for it. For example, the other day, Omar goes to bed a lot later than I do and I wake up a lot earlier than him. And so when I need him to do stuff, I know he's going to do it right before he goes to bed. I like to get things done right when I want them done. And that's something mm-hmm. I've had to learn is like, okay, I'll give him till the end of the day to do it. I went to bed. I was like, hey, move the laundry to the dryer before you go to bed. My clothes are in there that I have to wear tomorrow. And he was like, okay. Texted him, said, move it to the dryer. He said, okay. <laughs> One more time, I said, move it to the dryer. I'm going to bed. He's like, babe, I got it. Like, stop. I wake up at 6 a.m. Laundry's in the washing the machine. Dryer. He's supposed to sleep in this day. I wake him up at 6 a.m. He's supposed to sleep for three more hours. So mm-hmm. I woke him up and I said, hey, that hurt my feelings. You agreed that you would do it. And he apologized for it. And, you know, I honestly forgive him, whatever. But I kind of told him, I was like, it's not fair that you agree to do something and then you don't do it because that puts more stress on me. And he's very good about, you know, trying his best. But sometimes stuff like that happens. Like no one lives perfectly. The other thing I will say, habit stacking. If your boyfriend or partner or whoever it is has issues cleaning, teach them habit stacking. Every morning they eat breakfast, right? Or eat lunch or whatever. That's a habit. Have them clean something either right before they do it or right after they do it. So that way they associate, okay, I do this every day. I'm going to add this thing to it so I can do it every Mm -hmm. day. So that's another little thing I would try out, see if that works. But it's just I tried the saying of like, I forget what it is. It's like, it's more official than what I'm about to say. But essentially it was like, if I pick it up, I put it away. Like, don't put it down, put it away. Yeah. And that's what I would always tell him too. I'm like, if you touch something, just put it away. Like, don't put it down. If it's in your hand, just put it back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we like tried that little thing. Didn't work. We never tried like the habit stacking one. But what you said about like, um, like Omar, like he said it three times. Like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And he didn't. What I was thinking too is like, I was always told like when I would sit down and have these conversations, because again, we were very communicative about it, or at least I was like, I would sit down and be like, hey, this is not working. Like, can we try something else? Like I was so open to trying something else. I never was like, we have to do it this way, this way, this way. I was like, it, this isn't working, obviously. So what will? Let's try something else. But I feel like at the end of the day, the excuse I always got was just like, I forgot. And I'm like, okay, well, how do I help you with that? But then at the end of the day, near the end of all of this, unfortunately, mm-hmm. I was like, I can't help you with forgetting. Right. Like, I can help you make a chore chart. I can help you stay organized. I can help you make a budget. Like those are my strong suits. And I don't mind helping you do that if you were never taught how to budget or clean or like do little things like that. But I can't help you remember to do it. I can't hold your hand while you do it. I can like give you the tools. Right. But I need you to do it. So then I just kind of like, like, what do I do with that? (laughs) But he would be like, I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. So then I would be like, okay, I've helped you this far. But now you need to help yourself and you need to figure out what's going to help you remember. Is it setting alarms on your phone? Is it literally writing sticky notes around the house? Is it like putting like, and that's how we ended up with the chore chart right next to the fucking door. (laughs) Because I was like, Mm -hmm. is this going to help you? And he's like, yeah, it'd be great. Like, I'll see it right when I'm walking out. Nothing. Oh my gosh. See, and that's the thing, like (laughs) give them the space to do it on their timeline. But like, if there's a situation where the timeline say, like they say their timeline is going to be a day, they'll get it done before they go to bed at night. Okay, the next day you wake up and it's not done. That's when you say, okay, you can go do it right now 
on my timeline because you already messed up the timeline like if omar we have this bad habit in our house of people putting their dishes (laughs) next to the dishwasher and not in the dishwasher and (laughs) i'll ask like two or three times can you please go put your dish in the dishwasher and if it doesn't happen by the third time i say right now like go do it right now Mm -hmm. and then you know get up and they do it so yeah and i mean that's my own fault i mean it always takes two to tango but i I will say and i will take that responsibility of i don't think that he was like consciously weaponizing his incompetence i think that i like coddled that to an extent you know i was i i did it like if he didn't do it i just would do it and we would always talk about it i'm like why isn't this working but i never held him accountable in the moment where i was like go and do it i just did it and then i would talk to him later and be like why didn't you do it you know what i mean so i feel like i wasn't aiding in the like help in that and that's like the good part of me saying that but then the other side of me is like but i shouldn't have to (laughs) right exactly but but i will say yeah it's just i don't know it always takes you to tango and i've learned from that relationship of like i'm very confrontational and i'm very communicative and i'm very clear when i do communicate of like my Mm -hmm. expectations and i do think that's one of my strong suits i'm very good at that but i could have been better in that situation by like doing it immediately you know like saying hey as soon as he walks through the door, like you were supposed to do all these things this morning, go do them. But I would just right. do them. And then I'd be mad that I'm doing them. And then I'd be mad that he never did them. So like, it was just this weird cycle that never really <laughs> yeah. came to a close, unfortunately. And I will say like with the whole, like not doing things and like making sure that they do it, make sure you like give them praise after they do it. Like, like you said, people learn similar to dogs. So like someone washes the dishes, be like, thank you so much for doing that. Next time, can you dry them and put them away but i really appreciate that you did that like you just gotta my think them. toxic trait <laughs> my i am loving this episode quite honestly but my toxic trait and i've said this to multiple people because i don't i don't know what it is i it's definitely some like i don't want to say trauma in like a bad way but it is it is something in me that i just it makes me mad to probably because I never got praised for doing the right thing you know what I mean like I'm like Mm. I'm not and I've said this phrase where I'm like I'm not praising a fish for swimming you're gonna do the damn thing and just fucking do it because you need to do it I had to do it so you can do it and like that was my mindset which I know is toxic yeah no you're okay (laughs) and but I knew that because obviously the psychology person in me is I would sit there and I I knew that I know that positivity and praise will get you way farther than any kind of discipline and that's what dogs and people and any kind of change behavior you want and I know that but I would sit here and like watch him do the thing that I've asked him to do. And I would be like, you should praise him. And I'm like, I'm not fucking doing that. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm not Fair praising enough. him. But like, I like it. Maybe I would have yielded different results if I would have just swallowed my ego. And I will admit like that. That's all it was. Is I'm like, I'm I'm not doing that, even though I know I should have. And it was probably mm. the best thing to do. But I, I couldn't do it. I literally and it's not just with him. Like it's with like people. For example, Cohen has, he wants to start his YouTube channel, which he's about to and whatnot. And I told him like, I'd be happy to help. Like, I'm so excited. And I love getting people doing passion projects, you know, things that set their soul on fire. And he'll be like, okay, well, like, how do I do this? Or what, what, blah, blah, like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm like, Google is free. Like, go look it up. <laughs> like, <laughs> but he'll be like, Marissa, you said you would help me. I'm like, I am. But like, where's the initiative on your end to like, go and look up these things on your own? like right. I had to figure it out on my own and then I caught myself and I was like Marissa like mm-hmm. that's not right but I feel like I I carry a lot of that with me where I'm like I had to figure out a lot of things on my own like I had to right. mature at a really young age 
whatever all the childhood trauma kind of thing like I wasn't praised for all that stuff like I had to figure it fuck out and I had to do everything on my own and I never got fucking praise for anything like right I figured it out and I'm here on my own and I feel like I have that chip on my shoulder which I need to get rid of and I'm very much aware of it now but I wasn't aware of it really like a couple years ago but I started catching myself with Cohen where I'm like I don't want to be like that like let me Mm -hmm. help you (laughs) let me offer the help but I I did I caught myself doing that and I caught myself with my past relationship being like I'm not I'm not praising him like where's my praise where's my thank you like I'm not giving you a thank you like I don't get that so I make Omar what mental illness is that (laughs) I I literally will make Omar say thank you to me if I do something I'll be like I'll clean the living room and if he doesn't acknowledge it I'll be like I clean the living room aren't you gonna say thank you and he'll be like oh thank you baby (laughs) and I'm like oh you're welcome (laughs) oh my goodness I don't I don't know I mean I do I like to be appreciated and I think that that's another thing is probably that chip on my shoulder of like I never felt really appreciated in that relationship especially with those kinds of things and so when he would do things I was finally just like thank the fucking lord but not like I don't know definitely like circled into like a resentment like yeah cycle kind of thing right which was very interesting and looking back on it I'm just like wow (laughs) so I hope any of that was helpful for that one yeah yeah (laughs) I think you had actual like advice but sometimes it is just good to hear that like other people go through the shit like oh 100 percent. sometimes I like to try to help and I like to have your like solution and I never I never found a solution in my past relationship with this topic and like that's unfortunate but that's like the truth so Mm -hmm. The second submission that we're going to read that we're going to unpack says, I can't pull myself away from work. I feel like it's the only thing I'm good at and people need me. Mm. See, this is where I want to be a little confrontational and say, like, why are you afraid of being bad at things that you enjoy? Like, why are you Mm. afraid to do something that like you're bad at just because it's not. That's what it's supposed to be. This is supposed to be the hard, tough love from your best friend. That's what these are. Obviously in a nice way because we love you all. But like, yes, sometimes you do. You need to hear the tough love. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think about that one? I, I have many thoughts. So if we just like break it down, I can't pull myself away from work. Why? What are you getting from work that you're not getting other places yes. that you need? And why is it something internal? Is it something external? Is it like, like we need to unpack why can't you just pull yourself from work? Do you feel bad when you're sick and you have to call off work? Is it that bad? Do you feel like you can't take the vacation time that you are entitled right. and that you have accrued? Why? And then the second part, I feel like it's the only thing I'm good at. Why? Why is that the only thing that you feel you're good at? Is that the only place that you're putting your self-worth in? Is it the only thing that you feel fulfilled in? Is it something that you actually like to do and that you actually are good at? Or do you feel like you don't have time to do other things in your life that like you do like? I feel like that can go different ways. And then the second part or like that last part of it is that they can't um, or they feel like it's the only thing they're good at and people need me. So why do people need you? Why do you feel like they need you there at work? And is that why you can't pull yourself away from it? Or is it the only thing that you're good at is because you feel like people need you and that you feel valued there because people need you. But why do they need you? Is it 
because you're good at your job? Is it because you do their job for them? Is it because you clean up all the pieces at the end of the day? Is it because you run the show? Like, are you a manager or are you just like, like, it kind of depends on like where you're at in that. But I think there's so many little nuggets in that just sentence. That's a lot of pressure to put on yourself too. Saying like, I have to be at work because it's the only thing I'm good at and people need me. That's so much pressure. And that's not fair. Like, it's not fair to have every other person's needs on you. It's not fair to feel like the only thing that you can be or are good at is work. Like, no one should be under that much pressure. And I Mm -mm. don't think it's fair to, like, for other people to put that expectation on you either. Especially for minimum wage. (laughs) Right. Literally. (laughs) You're not getting paid enough for that. (laughs) Exactly. We don't know the job. We don't know what you're getting paid for. But whatever it is, it is not enough. If you feel like you have to be there and people need you to be there, then you should be making more money. (laughs) Like, what would happen if you took a week off of work? What would happen to those people? Everything goes wrong. Okay, you're not there. It's not your mistakes to clean up. Yeah. Not your circus, not your monkeys. I can kind of relate to, I feel like it's the only thing I'm good at. Not work-wise, but in, let's say, like, school. Especially for pretty much everybody. You go to school from, like, six until you're at least 18. If not, Mm -hmm. if you go to college, longer. And all of your, like, self-worth and value and whatnot is placed in school. You're getting graded, like... You can participate in things only if your grades are good. You get praise from your parents when you get good grades. Like everything is surrounding this schoolwork. Your job essentially when you're a kid is school and you have to be good at it in order to get all this praise, the validation, the self-worth if you put all of those in there and feeling like it's the only thing you're good at and then having to leave that can be like an identity crisis of sorts. Right. Like what I think I'm getting at, you have to put, the value of yourself into something else other mm-hmm. than your work or your job or something like that it, it should just be in yourself but yeah I felt somewhat that when I aged out of like cheerleading because I did competitive all-star cheerleading up until I was 18 once you're 18 you like you age out you can't do it anymore and I had like a mini identity crisis like my freshman year of college I like cried I was like what do I do like who am I like that was like the one thing I'm good at like I was praised for being good at cheerleading and I was always cheer captain right. and I like ran my teams. I had so much responsibility. So I felt good completing those things. It made me feel good to go to practice and lead my team and win my competitions and keep track of it. Like there was value in that. You know what I mean? So I felt like people needed me. I felt like I was loved and wanted and liked. And then all of a sudden it was just done. And then what? Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, what is like, how do I know that people like me? How do I know I'm valued? How do I like... I kind of went through those motions, not so specifically, but looking back, like that's what that was of like, what, what is my value if not cheerleading? Because that's the only thing I was good at. Like this only thing that I enjoyed and everything that I liked. Now what? And I had like an identity crisis. Right. Yeah. And then I started my blog and my YouTube channel (laughs) and here I am. And then I had it again though, because my whole channel was about um, school. Right. And then I went to go graduate and everybody's like, oh, I want to see your grad school. Show us how you applied to grad school. Show us this, 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 this. Like grad school, grad school. Grad. And I'm like, I'm not going to grad school. But my whole life was like centered around the school thing. And that's how I got my value and my worth. And like people liked me and people like needed me and they wanted to watch my videos. And then I wasn't able to provide for them the expectations that they had on me. Right. And I had like another mini existential crisis because I was like, what do I do? Like my whole life was built on this. Now what? 
and I, I don't I think that's normal though to kind of go through those little phases but oh, yeah, I think it's interesting sure. you have to <laughs> unpack why do you feel that way with work yeah I definitely I want to go back to the thing of like what are you getting from work that you're not getting in your life outside of work is it the social aspect like do you need mm-hmm. the social interaction maybe that's something that you know if that's what you're not getting outside of work okay invite people to go out with you or over to play board games or something go to a park and be around people if it's you know the routine find other ways in your day to have a routine find hobbies things that you're interested in that you like even if you're not good at them stuff that you enjoy doing like i suck you at don't have that to I be do. good at your hobbies yeah yeah like, i you don't have to commodify your hobbies you don't have to be good at your hobbies you don't have to make money from your hobbies you are allowed to suck at something that you just enjoy doing for fun mm-hmm. i want I, like i think that is something that people myself included are like losing a grasp on with just like the state of the world and like capitalism and everything that's going on like you feel like you have to commodify something or if you're good at it then it's like i can make money off this that mindset is like so terrible like just love doing things because you love doing things yeah i agree one and like say you know we just went through something traumatic where like the world shut down right if the Mm -hmm. if the world was were to do that again and you could not go to work what are you going to fall back on that you enjoy that you can throw yourself into that's not work Start finding those things now and start doing those things now to pull yourself out of being so ingrained in the work that you're doing. I think also questioning, it sounds like you're not having like a good work-life balance. Right. So I would also start questioning why you feel like you're not having a good work-life balance. Is it your job that's like forcing you to be there too much? Is it you wanting to be there too much or like picking up shifts when you shouldn't be? I think you need to be a little more strict with your own boundaries with yourself of like, setting your availability with your boss into something that actually works and not too many hours. Like literally look at how much money you need to be making to pay your bills and have a little bit of fun money and only work that amount of hours and have your days off and don't pick up any shifts just for a little bit. Like it does. I'm not saying you have to like do the bare minimum forever, but like it sounds like we're reaching the point of burnout and you need to take a little step back to be like, why am I doing this? Why do I like this job? Do I like this job? Or am I just Mm -hmm. here because people need me to be here? That's the other thing. I think that setting a boundary with yourself and your boss and your, you know, your team and whatnot and holding everybody accountable to that and being like, I can only do so much. Here are my job descriptions. So I'm only going to work within my job description for my set hours that I have been scheduled and I'm not staying over and I'm not coming in early and just see how you work and how you feel doing that so that way when you're at home you're able to do things that you do enjoy doing and get and get good at because i know work is not the only thing you're good at (laughs) yeah like everybody has things that they're good at outside of work and if like true killing yourself for a job no like go find something whether it's you know crocheting or like i don't know playing video games or roller skating or like something just take time to like find things that you like doing and that you can be good at yeah and then the like part about people need you stop people pleasing Mm-hmm. stop it i'm gonna tell you right now that you know there's a lot of people out there that probably don't like me and that's okay because i didn't do things that were outside of you know my work requirements or things like that but that's not my fight to fight i am who i am you got to be who you are be authentic to yourself and if someone you know is upset that you need to take time away or take time to yourself or do whatever that's their own problem to deal with not yours you are not responsible for them 
the only people that are going to be upset about you setting boundaries are the people that benefited from you not having them in the first place. Exactly. Exactly. Set those boundaries. And the people who get mad, that should be your red flag to be like, yep, I'm not fucking with you no more. Yep. Period. Because the people who actually care about you and love you, as soon as you set a boundary, they're going to be like, perfect. Awesome. Good for you. How do you feel? I'd love to respect that. Most definitely. Like anything less is like, no (laughs) right exactly I do say or I I would think that with the job itself of feeling that people need you one nobody needs you you should not feel like you are needed you are beneficial to your team most definitely like you bring value to the table you always have and always will but nobody needs you especially in a job (laughs) because corporate America can replace you in three seconds as soon as you quit. Like, unfortunately, you should like your job and you should feel valued and feel respected and whatnot. But like, I don't know. I have I have strong feelings about jobs in general of like, I don't know. I just hate to see people like not happy. And if you're not happy with anything, like change it. Your job, your person, your significant other, your house, like mm-hmm. whatever it is, your clothing, the books you read, the music you listen to, like your hair, just change it. And again, the only people that are going to hate that change are the people that benefited from you staying there. Everybody yeah. else is going to be so happy for you. And it's like if you want to be pulling away from work and you just feel like you can't because people need you, when are you going to start caring about yourself? When are you going to start putting yourself as a priority? Right. You need you. Are you, exactly. are you pouring into your own cup before you go to work and pour it all out onto people? Like you deserve better than just being someone who shows up to work like you deserve more for your life you mm-hmm. deserve better than that I mean in a very so simple notable quotable with that is it's not that deep yeah <laughs> like whatever job you have it's not that deep <laughs> no absolutely like, like we live in a world with like the Grand Canyon and like the Himalayan mountains mm-hmm. and like your you know nine to five or whatever job you're working is not even nearly as important as the life that we're living no. the people that we surround ourselves with our communities our friends, our families. Mm -hmm. I'm a huge fan and people have been talking about it in a negative way, more so the older generations of like this generation, millennials and Gen Zs and whatnot, like quiet quitting. I am 100% a quiet quitter Mm -hmm. and I support and I think it's the best thing that you can do for yourself. And if you're not familiar with what it is, it's essentially what we've already talked about, but it's only working within your job description on your allotted hours. Like it's, <laughs> what's crazy to me is that the older generation calls it like quiet quitting, making it seem like people are quitting their jobs when really they're they're just performing their job and nothing yes. more. Yeah. Why is that pissing everybody off? Because it's not, they can't exploit people anymore. They can't take advantage of people anymore if people are only working within their jobs. And mm-hmm. you have to, like it's, you're doing it yourself a disservice if you're letting a job or a person or anybody take advantage of you or exploit you or whatever because you could be and it's not all about money I don't want it to come across that like I'm all about money but ask for more money like if they want you to work without like with outside of your job description great I would love to do that can we talk about a like not even don't call it a pay raise but it's just changing the pay and changing your title to match mm-hmm. like yeah I'm not asking for a raise because I'm not asking for more money than what I'm working. I'm working. I'm asking for the amount of money that I'm working for. Like I have been so strong in that in my position and it has definitely got me where I am today with my positions. And I 
have definitely stepped on a few toes doing that and people don't like it especially like the older folks that I do it with but I I feel so strongly about that like I keep a bullet point list of all the things that are within my job description on my computer and as soon as someone emails me like hey can you do this it's not in my job description but I can get you in contact who can or if this is going to be a regular thing then we need to talk about changing my job right or if you just want me to do this one time I can do that like I'm not a total like <laughs> I'm not doing anything I'm I'm for the team and whatnot but I'm also for myself and myself yeah. comes before my team and that's yeah. not a bad thing there's also this beautiful part of our phones where you can hit the do not disturb and scroll down mm-hmm. to lifestyle and it'll take all your work emails from coming through and mm-hmm. I put my phone on that at night I put my phone on do not disturb at night and it is when I am home for the night, that is my time to be with my family and my time to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to utilize that. I don't even have my work email on my phone. I have to be at my computer to answer emails. And people yeah. will text me too. They'll be like, Marissa, can you do this? And I'm like, no. When I get home, yeah, I'm not clocked in right now. <laughs> and especially, again, we don't know this person's job or anything. But if you are an hourly person, fuck no. Like you should not be doing any of that mm-hmm. stuff. That's I'm just hourly. So I'm like... I'm not salaried. I'm not a 40 hour full time where like you can call me at any point and I'm supposed to help you essentially. I, you you asked me to do something. I am off today. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'll see you tomorrow. I will I'll get back you to you tomorrow. tomorrow. Yep. Yeah. Any messages, any emails, anything. And I will work my ass off when I get there. Like I'm most definitely a hard worker. I will. I go above and beyond when I'm at work, but still within my job description. Yes. Like I don't leave the place worse than I left it, especially like for example, I work at Starbucks. So when I show up, I get the job done. I come in, I clock in, I bust my ass, I help my team, I make sure everybody feels supported and helped. We make all the good coffees and I clean up and I go home. So I'm not like, I'm not a terrible worker. I'm not saying be a terrible mm-hmm. worker. I'm just saying don't take on other people's responsibilities. Like do your job and your job only. And those people can come to you and say, hey, Marissa, like, I, I'm sorry, for example, with Starbucks, if nobody understands what I'm saying, like, Marissa, I'm so sorry. I didn't get to like rotating and marking milks today. Like I was supposed to do that this morning because I'm the opener and that's my job. Would you mind doing that? A hundred percent. Like I'm not a bitch. I'm going to help you. Right. But if it becomes a regular thing or it just keeps not getting done, I'm not going to do it because they didn't do it. I'm going to write it down in the place that, you know, all of us shift leads, we can like write down stuff for our store manager and say, opener did not complete X, Y, Z. So right. it is not done today because it's not my job to do it. I'm not the opener. If I have extra time after getting my stuff done, maybe I'll go back and do it. But I'm still going to mark it in there and say this person didn't do it because it's kind of going back to our first point when I said like in my past relationship, I couldn't get those people to clean and whatnot. And I would just end up doing it for them. And now Mm -hmm. I've learned from that, especially in the workplace, too, is like the people don't get their job done. That's not a cue for me to do their job. That's a cue that they need to do their job better or they just need to get their job together. And if they're having trouble doing that then they can come to me and ask for help or they can go to their store manager and ask for help. Like there's different avenues for people to go down other than you doing their job for them. I agree. And I, I don't know. I feel like I kind of lucked out cause I'm going into a field where like, I really can't take work home with me. Like the mental health field, like my stuff has to stay in my office or my stuff has to stay mm-hmm. at work. I can't bring it home, but also just for the own protection of my own mental health, I can't bring those thoughts and those stories and those things home like I I have to shut it down I have to tell myself not to think about those things and I feel like that should happen with any job that you're in Mm -hmm. yeah I think at the end of the day you need to sit down with yourself if you are in this position and kind of unpack that again like why do you feel like you can't pull yourself from work why do you feel like it's the only thing you're good at 
why do you feel so strongly that people need you to the point that you can't pull yourself from work? Kind of have to unpack that with yourself and just set those boundaries with yourself and figure Mm -hmm. it out. And maybe it's the job that you're not enjoying. Maybe it's, you know, you need a career change or maybe it is just you need a couple like just you're reaching burnout. You're working too much. Change your availability. Take a week off. Take a day off. Like do some self-care. Do something. Do some self-care. Yeah. Mm hmm take care of yourself and then you can go back to taking care of other people but take care of yourself yeah thank you so much to everyone who submitted those like situations or problems or whatever for us to unpack we wanted to just kick off this first episode we're just going to end it with those two because i feel like we got really really good conversations out of it and i'm hoping that you guys are listening to it whoever asked those and it's helpful but i also wanted to start off slower just so that y'all would get the gist of like what this whole let's unpack that kind of episodes are about so definitely follow us on instagram so that way you guys can submit your situations and things that we can like talk about and unpack with you and just share our experiences with. And as we learned today, sometimes we'll have really good advice or sometimes we're going to be like, yep, I don't know. I have the same issues (laughs) and that's okay. And I think that's kind of like the fun of it. Um, So yeah, I, I had fun. I think this is like a really good episode. I think we had good, good conversation. I agree. Me too. Me too. (laughs) But we open it on our Instagram stories kind of like as a little question bubble. So just be on the lookout for that. We're going to try to do these kinds of episodes like every month, but we don't have it planned out for like the first Sunday or anything like that. So just keep an eye on our stories. We'll post it there or you can always DM us, especially if it's like a longer one and it doesn't fit into the little question bubble. Just Mm -hmm. DM us your little situation and we will like screenshot it and save it and talk about it um, in a future episode. So but I hope you guys enjoyed. I know that Alexis has our notable quotable for today and I'm excited to hear it. Okay, so this was sent in by Haley and she said, never stop chasing a goal because of the time it takes to achieve it. The time will pass anyway. I I, I thought it was going to go in a different direction. Like I thought it was just going to be like, it's about the journey and like the class or like little things and it's like the time's going to pass anyway. Yeah. I like that. I like it too. Because it's It's never too late Mm -hmm. to do anything. I think, if you want to just do something just do it cohen's mom actually said this to me the other day she went back to get like her master's um not like recently but like when she was older like i don't i don't know the exact age but 30s or 40s or something like that she went back to get her master's because she wanted to do something else but it wasn't available long story short she was like i just was like why would i wait because in two years when that program would be available for me Oh, am I just going to sit here and wait for two years or I could have went and got my master's. So I just went and got my master's yeah. because the time's going to pass anyways. Like, how are you going to fill the time? Cause it's going to go. And the longer you wait, the more time is going to pass. And then you're going to keep waiting. Yeah. Would you rather be on like day one of your goal or would you rather already be on like day 20? Cause you didn't wait, you know, like you could always be 20 days in. It's like start now, but like start on Monday. Now. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, literally. <laughs> Full circle don't moment. Start today. Start on Monday. <laughs> oh my god. But start don't now. just start because the time is passing. Yes. I often think about that because I think that people who use bring this to kind of like content creation in a way. People who use platforms usually right when they start, they kind of like kick like they blow up a little bit because it's new so like people who started podcasting like kind of right when it started they're like huge podcasts now because Mm -hmm. they've been doing it for so many years and they've been able to acquire the audience and whatnot and 
I remember when it kind of just first started and I wanted to start a podcast then. I'm like, but I don't know much about it. Like it's still new. Mm-hmm. Like nobody's going to listen to mine. And then by the time we did start, like kiss my glass, it was already like five years after yeah. like when I first thought about wanting to do it. And I'm like, I could have a podcast that's been five years old by now. Yeah. But I didn't. Seriously. I just waited. And then I started it, which is fine. I mean, it's better late than never. But like when you have an idea, just just jump for it, like jump for the goals, because when you look back, you're going to be like, wow, I could have done this five years ago or yeah, literally you be like, I started today and you don't have to start perfect. We've already had that conversation, too, though. You don't have to wait till you're ready to start. You learn along the way and you're going to make changes and things are going to progress and get better. You're going to get better equipment. You're going to do whatever. But like mm-hmm. just start. And that way, time's not passing while you're just wasting it. I think that you worded that perfectly. I agree. Oh, I love that. And Haley, actually, shout out to you, Haley. Haley used to be my editor on some of my videos and whatnot. So thank you so much for submitting that notable quotable. Y'all can DM us little quotes or inspirational song lyrics, anything that like motivates you and inspires you and keeps you going. And we can read them on the podcast because like, I don't know, this is my favorite thing to like end on. I know. I like it. It's so positive. Makes me happy. And I hope you guys enjoyed overall this podcast. And I'm so sorry we didn't have an episode last week. Definitely recovering from Cohen's surgery and whatnot. But it was kind of good to get a little week off. I missed you. And we got to like catch up and whatnot. But I know. We'll be back. Oh, next week, Miss Allison is our guest. (gasps) Yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. (laughs) But I'm mad. That girl was like, Marissa, can I come over and record with you? Because I don't think I have my mic anymore. (laughs) You just threw away our podcast mic. That was (laughs) so rude of her. So rude of her. It is. I'm like, oh, you could, we wouldn't just keep it in a drawer somewhere. Like, what if? What if? Mm-hmm. You just you just gave up on the dream. So Allison will be over here. We're actually recording this Wednesday. So in two days from the day we're recording this right now. Yeah. Allison will be here. We'll be recording her happy hour podcast. And I'm so excited to get her back on the podcast again and see everything that she wants to update y'all on and answer all the questions and whatnot. Thank you guys for listening and I hope you guys have a great Sunday reset and we will talk to you next week. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>